Welcome to the Consistency Corner podcast, the summer season. This summer, we're actually taking a step back here at the Consistency Corner while we reevaluate how this podcast fits into our marketing ecosystem. If you're like, what the heck is a marketing ecosystem? Well, we talk about that a lot here on the podcast. We talk about how social media alone is not a marketing strategy and how all the pieces and parts have to fit together into the marketing funnel, you know you have effective places to attract, nurture, and convert your ideal audience. So behind the scenes, we're doing a little bit of refreshing of our brand. And because we wanted to stay consistent, of course, with the podcast over the summer, we'll be rerunning some of our favorite episodes from the past and dropping in some shows from other podcasters who I know you will love to learn from because we're also all about community and cheering each other on here at the Consistency Quarter. I encourage you to also take a look at your marketing strategy and see where you can take a step back this summer and reevaluate. Whether it's stepping away from social media without sacrificing your visibility, of course, or taking off the marketing hat altogether and outsourcing to a strategic partner like a fractional CMO, I want to encourage you to do what lights you up in your business. Do more serving your clients do more leading your team, do more being the visionary and coming up with what's next for the evolution of your brand, or just do more taking a breath. We started this business so that we could have some freedom, right? I want you to have that over the summer. And because consistent doesn't have to mean constant, I want you to reevaluate the intensity that you're showing up so that you can drive the results that you want, but also not burn yourself out. Be sure to come over and say hello to me on Instagram at the Consistency Corner and let me know where you're reevaluating your marketing this summer. You know I'm cheering you on and can't wait to hear from you. Let's get to the episode. Hold on, one more thing really quick before we get into today's episode. I want to share with you my top CMO level strategy tips. This is what I have learned from over 20 years in sales and marketing and exactly the types of things that I talk about with my clients in our CMO strategy sessions every single month. Just head over to theconsistencycorner.com slash CMO podcast, which is also linked in the show notes to sign up for our monthly newsletter with CMO level strategy that you can implement so that you can market your business without the overwhelm. Welcome to episode 87 of the Consistency Corner podcast, and we are going to talk about my strategy for planning an entire year of content. Now, I did an episode last year on a similar topic, but I'm going to take some of the questions that I've had from you as listeners and kind of update that topic and give you some new strategies and new ideas for 2023. But first, I will share a story that the first time I was fully in charge of a retail marketing calendar for an entire year, once we got through the holidays or kind of halfway through December, I realized that holy crap, we had not planned anything for January. We'd planned like a post-Christmas sale and some content for that. And when I say content, I also mean like print assets because I was in charge of having content created for in-store displays. But And so, and there's a lead time on that, right? But I realized that, oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about January. And there's new products coming in January. There's New Year, New You campaigns, all of that kind of stuff in the retail space. And we just didn't plan for it. 
probably because I was overwhelmed and had too much on my plate. But my point is now is the time, early December, if you haven't done it yet, to start thinking about not only January marketing, but 2023 marketing and giving yourself a framework so that each month or each quarter when you sit down to, you know, hammer out the details and create the content or follow up with your team on content creation, you've already got a recipe or a framework in place or a roadmap for the entire year that you can actually plan. So I'm going to walk you through step-by-step how I plan for an entire calendar year and then what that looks like when you actually go down and to create and implement the plan or execute the plan because you're not actually creating everything for an entire year all at once. We'll also talk a little bit about what flexibility can look like and why we have to be flexible to the needs of the business, but we still want to make sure we have plans to follow. So my very first step is to look at a big old wall calendar for the entire year. Now, when I was working in corporate marketing and I had my office, um, I literally like you guys, I had my walls like wallpapered with dry erase calendars. I was obsessed because I'm super visual. Like I need to see it in front of me. And when we implemented a campaign planning tool that was digital, it was really hard for me to not use my whiteboard calendars and to not see everything in front of me. So that's still the very first thing I do. In my office now, I have a big whiteboard calendar for the entire year. Um, I will link that in the show notes. If you are also a calendar person, we'll share some of my favorites. Who knows? Maybe someday we'll have a consistency corner calendar. That sounds like goals. Um, But I get the big calendar and I look at kind of key dates for the entire year. You know, depending upon your industry, the dates are going to be different and the seasons are going to be different. But things like launches, things like holidays, things like Um, back to school or end of school, if you're an industry that is impacted by school, even just seasonal trends in your industry, you know, like one of my clients is in real estate and we know that certain times are busier than other times. So notating those on your calendar based upon your industry, your historical information. Now, if you are brand new to your business and you're like, uh, Ruthie, I don't know what is going to happen this year because I've never done this before. Don't worry. I got you. I've been there. There's also things that you can just notate as far as, again, holidays, start of school, end of school, things that like impact people's lives that could potentially impact buying decisions. Now, this is a lot of business strategy, not necessarily marketing strategy, but your business strategy is going to inform your marketing strategy. So our very first step is just to look at that calendar and notate those things. The next thing I do is we've talked about this in a couple of different podcast episodes, but thinking about your long form content pillars and themes. And the very first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge you to identify 12 topics for long form content, starting with 12. Now, the reason I say 12 is because that is a minimum of one per month, which I think that's a baseline that you need to set your set for yourself when it comes to long form content. And then that long form content can be repurposed into other things. But one per month is a great baseline for a cornerstone or keystone piece of content that is evergreen, that is relevant to your business. So you're going to plan those out. And at this point, you're not putting them on the calendar. You're just brainstorming. You want to brainstorm at least 12. Now, you can probably come up with more than 12, especially if you identify 
three to five content pillars and then you brainstorm, you know, up to 10 or five to 10 topics per pillar, you're going to get up to 50 themes or, you know, um, topics for your long form content. But think about at least 12 and then start plugging them into the calendar. What month would I like to talk about this particular piece of content? Now, I will tell you with long form content, one thing that I have learned in creating my own long form content with the podcast and blogs for clients is that if you want to talk about it, let's say in January, you should probably plan on creating it in December or maybe even November. You know, this episode is airing in December. I'm recording it in November. I planned for this topic back in September when I was looking at my Q4 calendar. So having it on the calendar ahead of time gives you kind of that cadence so you can think through when you're going to create this content and when it makes sense for you. So you're going to get your 12 long form content topics on the calendar. And the next thing we're going to do is we are going to think about a content repurposing strategy. And this is how you can take that long form piece of content and turn it into multiple short form or shorter pieces of content on different platforms. So if it's a blog or a podcast, you can definitely turn it into an email. You can probably turn it into three to five, maybe even more posts and probably one or two reels. If you're doing video reels, you know, like the one that's a quote with a, you know, landscape background and some trending music, that's super easy. Just pull a quote from the long form content that you just created. You can also do carousel posts and you can take those same posts and schedule them out throughout six months. So even if you're not necessarily linking back to the original long form piece of content, you're pulling that really valuable information that you created and getting it out there for your social media and creating emails around it. Now, emails, there's a couple of different ways to think about emails. And as you're planning your year of content, you definitely want to think about a cadence for an email newsletter and how you will keep in touch with your audience. But you also want to think about as you are creating this long form content, how you can use that long form content in email sequences. And when I say an email sequence, I mean, somebody signs up for your newsletter or they get on your email list because they made a purchase What is the sequence of emails that you're going to send to them that helps them get to know, like, and trust your brand if they're new? Thinking value add content, thinking the types of things that are going to help your customers. You want to put those into an automated sequence so that you can keep in touch with your customers on autopilot using content that you're already creating. Like, you guys, I'm getting so hyped up about this because it is seriously saving you time in the future so that you're not having to constantly reinvent the wheel and you have content that you can pull from. So you can think about from an email perspective, if you are doing weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly newsletters, what are your content topics for your emails? And you're planning that right alongside your long-form content. If you already have sequences in place or layering in nurture sequences or sales sequences or win back sequences is part of your strategy for 2023, start thinking about what long form content you already have or you need to create that you want to incorporate into those email sequences. Again, I'm going to use another real estate example here from one of my clients who were, you know, going to be implementing lead strategies or lead follow up strategies. And having emails that talk about like 
Why would I work with a realtor? Or what's the difference between a realtor and a real estate agent? We're writing that content and then those emails are going to link back to those blog posts so that we can add value for potential customers for years to come without constantly creating new content. Now, when it comes to your social media, I talked a little bit about how to repurpose the long-form content, but the other thing that you can do to help plan out a year's worth of content is to come up with a content framework. For example, every single week, I share a reel with my podcast, I share a quote or a teaching post, I kind of go back and forth, and then I share a photo with a story. So that's a framework that when I sit down to plan my month, I can look at what my theme for the month is based upon that long form content. And then I can plug in those three types of posts with other content. But that recipe is already there. So I'm not just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying to figure out what the heck to talk about. So that's it. That's the basic framework for planning an entire year of content. But you might be like, okay, again, Ruthie, I don't know what I'm doing a year from now. I don't know what I'm launching. What if I launch something and then it doesn't work? What if I have a new product line that comes in, but it's a late delivery, so I don't know when I'm going to talk about it. This is where being flexible to the needs of the business is really important. And I'll share with you guys that I remember being a store manager. And during the holidays, we would always get, it was called store mail messages. This was like when getting an email was a big deal. I'm super dating myself here. But like you would get an email from corporate and it would have promo updates. And like every day during the holidays, we would have to update the promos and put out new signage and take other things down and like make sure all the associates knew in their warm up. And I remember being like, we would get super frustrated, like, ah, why the heck can they not just decide this stuff ahead of time? Why are there updates every dang day? And I realized once I made, made my way to corporate and figured it all out, that is contingency planning and it's reacting to the needs of the business. Now, we already had the signage for these contingency promos, but we didn't have to act to put them out or take down other signs until the company reacted and said, we're going to activate this specific promo or turn this other promo off because we need to you know, move XYZ inventory or we need to impact conversion rate or we need to impact average dollar sale. So again, there were some contingency plans in place that may or may not get activated. And those are things that you can kind of think about when you're thinking about your long form content or your launches as what are some of your contingency plans. But for the most part, when you're mapping out your entire year, you're mapping out a framework that you can be flexible within. And if you have an idea in, let's say, June, for a brand new offer, you can tweak and you can pivot to incorporate that new offer and that launch into your marketing strategy. The important thing is having a strategy in place and then time blocking time on your calendar to revisit the strategy, to create the content, to get it out there and to revisit your analytics to see if it's actually working. And if you're in a place that you are outsourcing your content, Doing this with your team or kind of guiding your team to do this planning can make sure that you are on the same page as the CEO with your marketers so that your marketers can move the business in the direction that you want it to go. And you're all on the same page around what the business goals are. 
Now, we talked a little bit about social media again and repurposing content, which is always something that you can do to save yourself time. If you have been in business for more than a year, go back and look at what you did last year and repost it if you have some really good content. If you had some really good emails that you sent a year ago, don't hesitate to dust them back off and send the same ones with a few, you know, updates to the copier to some images. Repurposing is 100% where it's at, especially if you are a service-based business and your service kind of stays the same all the time. If you're a product-based business, it's a little bit different because you do have to make updates for the product annually and seasonally, but you can always plug different product in to your existing um, content frameworks. If you guys have questions about planning content, you know, I would love to see you inside of our content co-working sessions. Once a month, I host a content co-working session where we share some content strategy and content creation best practices. And then you have an opportunity if you attend live to answer some questions, but the, or to ask questions. But the best part about being in there is that it is an accountability date to get your shit done. Because let me tell you, all the planning in the world doesn't actually move the needle if you don't execute it. And when it comes to content creation, I see so many business owners hold themselves back because they don't make time for it or they're fearful of putting that content out into the world. But I always tell you guys that okay content is better than no content because okay content gets you to the next step and helps you get better content. And eventually your business will grow so that if content creation and content strategy isn't your thing, you're going to have the resources to outsource and have somebody else do it for you so that you take it off your plate. But by you doing it, at least in the beginning, you understand the nuts and bolts that goes into it. And it helps you start to understand your messaging and your audience and overall gives you a stronger marketing strategy and gets your business where you want it to be. So I hope that was helpful. Again, start with that calendar, start with your content planning, um, kind of brainstorm for your long form topics, and then build yourself a framework to plug and play throughout the course of the year. If you guys have questions, be sure to join us in our content co-working session, which you can register each month for at theconsistencycorner.com slash community. And I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy mindset tips and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.